Welcome to Amagen's podcast, to our first episode of many. I'm your host, Les, aka Captain P, with my co-hosts and regular contributors to the show, Tinas and Joe. Tinas, how are you today? I'm good, mate. How are you doing? Good brother, good brother. Welcome. Welcome to Amagen's. You'll be a very strong contributor to the show. Oh, I'm definitely. You bring lots of fun and laughs. Joe, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you, Les. How are you? Good. It's Captain awesome. P. <laughs> oh, yeah. I almost <laughs> forgot. Captain P. <laughs> yeah, Captain P. Fantastic. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, all our guests, all our listeners, you may be asking, what is Amagens? Well, we are three gentlemen who are going to bring a new perspective to news commentary and discussion of current affairs in an, unf- in an unfiltered and fun approach. Number one, it's all our, our personal opinions. It's just good commentary of what's happening in the news, current affairs. We've got special episodes lined up. We've got great topics lined up for the next few weeks. And we've got some live interviews and live audience shows we are going to be scheduling in the next few weeks. So before we move into the next segment, I just want to share our socials. You can follow us on our website at www.amagenspodcast.com. You can follow us on the Podbean app and everywhere where you get your podcasts. Most importantly, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, again, named Amagen's Podcast. Follow us on our Facebook page at Amagen's Podcast. That's all pretty simple. So share the podcast with your friends, share it with your family, share it with work colleagues. would love your feedback, would love your comments. Most importantly, we're open to suggestion. Give us some of your favorite topics, some topics that may be controversial, they may be life-changing, lifestyle topics. Send them through to us, and we would like to address all these topics. Remember, Amagen's podcast is your place for unfiltered discussions. All right, so let's move through to our main segment. So how we will run this program at Amagens, we have a time where we talk about current affairs and then we move to the topic. And for today's first current affair topic, it's something which was trending in the last 24 to 48 hours. It was the potential transfer of Kylian Mbappe to Saudi Arabia, to Al-Hatali. I'm trying to pronounce that correctly with a large package which was being offered of nearly 700 million for one year. 700 million euros for one year. Imagine that. That would be a life-changing deal. I'll take that for one year and move to Real Madrid. So I'll open the floor to Tinas and Joe. We'll talk about how Saudi Arabia is taking over the sports industry. They've recently signed up with Liv and PGA again, caused a lot of controversy. Again, we've seen big players moving to Saudi Arabia. You've got Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay, as a Man U fan, that hurt me 
but I was happy for him to go because he was destroying our club. <laughs> but again, we'll open the floor. Tina's Joe, give me your thoughts. Um, hi, guys. Again, this is Tina's. Um, I don't know how I feel about um, what Saudi Arabia is doing. Um, they obviously have the money, um, but for the for the love of the game, I'm not really sure that's the right um, sort of approach to to what they're trying to do. Um, I hear it's mainly because they want to uh, win the the bid to host the World Cup. I'm not I'm not pretty sure what year it is, but um, it kind of just puts money above the the culture of football, and uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. Look, that's a great point, but my question is, how does everyone feel that only one particular league needs to dominate the field? Okay, okay, we can't say one, maybe three. So the Bundesliga, the Premier League, and Syria, we can even include League A, where Mbappe is playing. They're the ones who have been taking all the best players, all the predominant players. I would say it's a new market new money, if they've got the ability to spend it, let them take the opportunity. But look at what, um, look at what um, MLS has done. Um, they've, they've brought their game, that, that football, um, into the States in a very, you know, from grassroots level. Um, I, th- I think if I remember well, um, it, was, it started earlier than 1994, if I believe. But it's only now that we're hearing about, uh, you know, big uh, players going moving, moving there. So it has taken a, a bit of time for them. And I think, you know, countries like Saudi Arabia need to follow suit. Maybe not as long as what uh, MLS did, but then they definitely need something to learn um, to, you know, raise their structures and sort of just let people acclimate to to what they're trying to do, rather than trying to use money. Uh, what what happens when they decide tomorrow that you know what they change direction and they say hey, you know we don't want to put money there anymore? Um, like we all know, uh, they were trying to you know they, they put money in golf as well. I'll leave you guys to expand, expand on that. But then you know, what happens when they decide okay we don't want to do this anymore? The amount of people that are going to be you know invested in that already, you know, it's, it's, yeah. So from my perspective, I see it uh, from a strategic point of view. You see what Saudi Arabia or Emirates will be doing in this instance will be to harness the tourism that comes with sport. You find that uh, sport brings a lot of people and their oil industry appears to be shrinking you know, with this geopolitics. So sport, they are now focusing on sport, but on on the other end, it's going to affect their culture because with sport, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, people will be moving into uh, Emirates and uh, the culture is distorted. But from a strategic business case side of things, it's a very good business case for them to get uh, the Mbappes and uh, the Ronaldos of uh, of soccer, so that it uh, harnesses the, the the power of uh, sport into their industries. 
look, um, as as Joe has alluded, we know that currently right now there's a big push for, you know, electric vehicles, um, you know, the whole climate change thing, which is another topic of discussion which we'll have on our agency here. But you see that, you know, country like Saudi Arabia is predominantly, you know, oil, uh, which was their major, and it's still the major uh, financial uh, production, has to diversify. And the argument of, you know, sports washing and the element of them doing it for some, you know, way to divert some of their money is a ridiculous argument. They've built up that wealth over time, and that wealth can be used to go into other industries. Um, and I say good on them. Um, it's an opportunity even for lesser talents, you know, lesser talents who play in the, um, in, in the motherland, in the African continent. They can move to Saudi Arabia. They can get the income. at that. Yeah, that's a great point there. Yeah. So income at, that, uh, at a bit of a higher level because – there are opportunities which are being expanded uh, rather than us focusing on the European leagues. Look, I'm a diehard Man United fan, you know, unless something drastic happens, I won't be waking up in the middle of the night to watch a Saudi league game. <laughs> but uh, if the opportunity is there, yeah, let it be. But I think kudos to them. They've shaken the industry. They've shaken the market. Like we look at the golf one, uh, you know, the PGA, their chairman, CEO, he came up with some ridiculous statement about why players shouldn't take it. He threw some, you know, very highly charged political statement. And then months down the line, they sign a contract, live in PGA. <laughs> they took the money. and Yeah, money talks. And the players, the golf, lost money. You know, Tiger Woods lost north of five hundred million, which was which Liv wanted to give him, but he joined the craft. Wait, 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 wait. What happened? T Tiger Woods didn't actually because I I was reading something that was saying um, he was offered something like seven hundred million dollars, and what he did take the money? He didn't take it. Whoa! Because wow! Because of all what PGA were doing, they were when uh, especially when they chairman, I've forgotten his name, came out talking about a statement about 9-11, all that stuff surrounding the Saudis, which I thought at that time, and it's my opinion, was a very highly charged statement, which wanted to bring intimidation to the golf players wanted to go. And kudos to Phil Mickelson, Greg Norman, who said, stuff you, we'll go to, to live. And <laughs> lo and behold, PGA came, you know, with their tail in between their legs and they've signed an agreement. So, man, we let's forget about what ideology is Saudi Arabia. From a business standpoint, competition is always best. And the European leagues need to face this competition. What say you, gents? Uh, well, uh, look, man, it all depends on where, you, where you're taking this from. Now, I'm looking at this, if it's football, I'm looking at it from... Um, from from uh, you know the the heritage of the game itself, um, if we put money in front, which unfortunately yeah, it's, it has been happening more and more of late, but if you put money in front, then we we we're sort of eroding what um, 
like you're saying, you're a man, you fan, uh, you know, you're sort of losing and eroding the essence of of you supporting Man U for so long and for being an avid supporter like that. You sort of remove it because it's not just about money. I mean, look at Chelsea, bro. I'm a Chelsea supporter. I still feel some type of way about how they're, they're throwing around money over the values of the club. Um, the players that have been there, they're just being sold left, right and center, bringing in new players. You know, I, I, I personally, I, I, it's, it's about the game first before we, but I guess the argument is always going to be there that, uh, um, money comes first. Uh, so yeah. Uh, my question is uh, to Tinas. If you were in that situation, you're offered a billion dollars to join uh, Liverpool, but you are a Chelsea hardcore. Would you rather stay with Chelsea for one million or going to Liverpool for one billion? Oh, definitely I'm taking the billion, bro. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so... Definitely. <laughs> Like I said, money talks. Yeah, definitely. Uh, look, look. That's why I said at the end of the day, it's all about money. Um, but we can't also, you know, um, we can't also outright. Um, uh, what's the word? Um, forget for that. Go, yeah, like we can't forgo that. Our, yeah, our yeah the, the, the passion, the about football, the things that make us love football you know but anyway it is what it is money rules the world guys uh so yeah i guess at the end of the day everybody goes for the money yeah and coming back to what uh you uh, captain p was saying uh, you know when there's competition uh even i am a liverpool fan i'll still be supporting liverpool and there will be those uh inter you know matches between and I will still be supporting Liverpool even if they are losing. Man, Liverpool has been losing for quite a while. Anyway, it's only the last five years when it's resurrected. So <laughs> don't get me started on that. <laughs> don't get me started on that. Uh, you, you, for, you forced me to wear the Manchester United uh, jersey. Yeah, man. We don't, we don't roll like that. Man. So, yeah. So what I'm uh, wanting to talk to say is that opportunities have been opened in a larger scale for for other people to go to these different leagues. And us focusing on the European leagues consistently um, doesn't make it worthwhile. Um, if other markets are there, let people go and play in other markets. And that will improve, to my perspective, it will improve the world's game. Yeah. Given, given. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the world's game. Look, you see, you know, the, there was a lot of hoopla in this discussion, you know, when players like Ruben Nevis, uh, you know, signed. But when Steven Gerrard signed to be a coach in the Saudi League, there was radio silence. <laughs> Most of the pundits are mates are mates with Steven Gerrard, right? Most of the leading pundits are mates with Steven Gerrard. It was radio silence. Jordan Henderson signed, right? Radio silence again. So they need to pick when they wanna make a lot of noise. 
uh, in terms of this discussion. But it's something which will open for comments on our Facebook page, open for comments on the, on the Podbean app. How do you feel about Saudi Arabia? How it's expanding itself in the sporting field? Is it good for the world's game? It is the world's game, particularly football. You know, billions watch the World Cup final. So it is the world's game. And Kylian Mbappe was the highlight of that World Cup final. Yes, Messi won, but people always remember how Kylian Mbappe almost brought France to the brink of a victory at that World Cup. So let us know your thoughts, leave your comments, and we'll discuss them on our next episode. Uh, but before we close on that, can you maybe can you touch on the F, uh, the FFP? Um, is that FIFA Fair Play? Uh, how does that uh, work out when it comes to teams like Saudi Arabia? Teams in Saudi Arabia, rather. Um, from FFP, what I know, it's, it's, it's in terms of turnover, from my understanding. It's in terms of turnover. And with the Saudi League, because it's a new league, from my understanding, or a newer league, which is uh-huh. developing, they are being given a bit more leeway. To spend. Are they being given or it actually doesn't apply to them? It applies. It applies? It applies. Apparently, it applies, but there is a, a what they say, a special dispensation that they apparently have. Um, I need to investigate that further and yeah, then yeah, come yeah. back and confirm that. Certainly, certainly. So what else have you seen, gents, in the, the world of current affairs? I know that was the thing which was trending. Furthermore, you know, Man United beat Arsenal twice in one day. Be, before before yeah. before we go into Man United business, brother, we have more important things to talk about. Let's talk about Messi, bro, joining MLS. Oh yeah, oh, you know. <laughs> before we go there, I'm not a Messi fan, but <laughs> that free kick which he scored was a world. Wow, my <laughs> guy, that free kick was a. Wow, and uh, you see Beckham. Beckham was in tears. He was tearing, bruv. No, huh? no. Look, as I said, I'll repeat it to nauseam. People who know me, family, friends, know that I'm a diehard Man U fan. I was a Cristiano Ronaldo boy, but you have to tip your hat and say Lionel Messi. In my opinion now, <laughs> he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, I think he just exudes, um, he exudes class, bro, in football. Nah, he's he's the epitome. Hardly gets injured. Yeah. Delivers on the biggest stage. Every big stage is on his thing, and he's delivered. You know, he's he he hurt me in two Champions League fights. <laughs> <laughs> so I I I know the the prowess of Lionel Messi, and I believe look, looking at his stats, looking at what he's done. He will elevate the the MLS. You know, do you even see the contract that the image rights has got with Apple TV? Oh, how much is he earning? Heaps of money. Look, look, there's money which is flying around in that football league. If I had, if I had money to buy my own team, that's one of the best investments I would make right now. Oh, definitely, bro. Particularly with TV rights and stuff, that is the place to be. So yeah, man. Uh, look, Messi. We'll see how he, it is, but. It was a great debut. It was a great debut with that free kick. It look it 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 made noise around Twitter. I was on Twitter. I was scrolling up. You know, NFL players, Patrick Mahomes. 
you know, calling him the GOAT. Even, what's his name, LeBron James was it? LeBron was there, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the resident cloud chaser was there. <laughs> Miss K. <laughs> Miss K. <laughs> and one of, uh, I think it was his boy who got the jersey. He, uh, he got Messi's jersey signed and all that. Yeah, so, you know, Miss K, she was there, the resident cloud chaser. <laughs> maybe maybe she's trying to see something. <laughs> so yeah, so fantastic, you know, first topic. So look, thank you so much. This is what we bring here at Amagents. Hard eating, current affairs, what's trending, whatever is happening on social media, we'll follow it. Give us, you know, everything which is trending. You can share that on our Facebook page. You can Send us uh, messages on the Podbean app. Uh, just sign up to the Podbean app. That's free. You can leave your comments, leave your feedback on the Podbean app. And of course, you can find us on YouTube. Subscribe. Leave your comments on our YouTube page as well. Um, so now we move to the main topic. The main topic for tonight. The one which has brought us together. Yeah. Our first topic of many. It was a hard choice. <laughs> there were some controversial ones which we wanted to bring for episode one. But if we had started with those topics, I don't think we'd have had other episodes moving forward. <laughs> so yeah. the first topic, you know, <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts? <laughs> He's muted himself. He's laughing. <laughs> we'll share the video file if you, if you don't. <laughs> We want your thoughts, Joe. <laughs> we'll let him laugh. Look, we enjoy ourselves here at Amagen's podcast. So today's topic, we're talking about technology and how technology and the increase in loneliness. You know, full disclaimer, uh, I'm an advocate of technology. Uh, technology is made life easy right now. We're all in different locations as we have uh, this podcast, our first episode. is through technology. But we've seen that technology has, in some aspects, cut off that human element, that human connection. You know, you go to the shops we used to be served by a, by a teller. Um, and, you know, she, you know, whether it's a lady or a gentleman, you would have a conversation whilst you're checking out in the grocery store. Now you have to go to these impersonal machines where you have to scan yourself. And again, I know it's the advancement of technology, but that human connection has been lost. Um, what are your thoughts, Joe, before we get to some recent information? Yeah, so if from my uh, perspective, technology is very good. It has led to a lot of advancement, especially in uh, the speed of communication and uh, dissemination of news and everything. Uh, however, you find that uh, a lot of people, uh, they don't have that social uh, inhibition that comes with face-to-face. Uh, and uh, at the end of the day, you might find people exhibiting the worst of their characters of all behaviors when it comes to uh, especially like social media. Uh, so you find that uh, 
no matter how much you engage with people on social media online everywhere it, that cannot replace face to face it has its value uh, uh, and it cannot be replaced by technology that's why you find that uh, there is uh, an increase in um, in mental health issues because there is no you know a human <laughs> touch tinas your thoughts what are your thoughts in regards to you know technology you know we've put that disclaimer technology is good but some of the research which we've seen that there's been links between loneliness and technology um you know some of us we do some bit of research it's not some wild talking you know this is by the american psychological association uh, yes. one of their articles from 2019 uh, where they've spoken about those links between loneliness and technology what are your thoughts ah definitely technology um it's taking over uh, uh, you know in all aspects um and the more it takes over the easier things become and unfortunately uh you know human interaction is also has not been spared because um the more easier it becomes for us to talk over the phone or to just maybe um get in touch with you whether it's a text it's a what it's a what the more that becomes easier the more uh people uh, the less people speak to each other on a on a face to face like joe was saying it's very important that that human interaction is very important but the more we take it away um the more lonely people become um the more psychological issues people have because at the end of the day human touch is very 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 important just hearing of somebody's voice just touching somebody just you know just going out there and being around people so i definitely agree um but unfortunately that's where the world is going I'll play devil's advocate. Um, you know, as you said, technology is improving. Uh, mm -hmm. People say they can have human interaction or human connection using, you know, all the dating apps. You've got your Tinder. Uh, someone can say they've got uh, human interaction. I'm playing devil's advocate. Yep. You can have that interaction, um, and, you know, spending time watching online pornography. Some will say they are more comfortable with that. We know the risks of pornography. Uh, but again, for some, they can say they are more comfortable with that. Yeah. So I might uh, interject a little bit on there. <clears throat> you find with uh, the easy access that's happening, a, a lot of um, kind of microwave mentality has been propagating. And what that has caused is uh, people are seeking that dopamine that stimulation you know from the quick results that the technology is providing so you find that people are starting to develop uh, a they're starting to lack patience you know they want everything happening instantly and uh, that emotional connection is no longer there that's why you find that young men they cannot even approach a girl because they've got their satisfaction. They've seen thousand beautiful women in less than an hour uh, naked. You know, 
because of technology and you can talk to 100 1000 people with zero real friends and there's no real emotional connection when it's technology technology is good in instances like for example during covid you find technology came in very handy when there was isolation you could bridge a little bit of a gap but people uh, there was an increase of uh, you know uh, attempted suicides uh, mental health issues depression uh, because of that lack of human interaction it's it's there in the, in the research yeah definitely i think uh, what joe said uh, regarding uh, immediate gratification um is 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 definitely a killer because um the moment you don't know how to work for something like say even having a conversation with someone you have to work for it because you you are changing ideas so you have to think about what you're saying and you you know so the moment that you 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 seek immediate gratification you send a text you want it back you send a like you want likes you want this you want that that will eventually just sort of kill your ability to even just think for yourself or or do things um with other people um i, I second that uh, definitely um it's, it's a it's a it's a killer but like we said yeah look i think you know one of the best attributes are a man or a gentleman should have women and lady is the ability to have a conversation um i think you know the whole dm culture you know sliding into the dms you know some of us we grew up in an era where you'd be like hey sister <laughs> how are you <laughs> you have to approach the lady you bro know, hey sister hey oh. what's up <laughs> what's cracking what's rolling mm. <laughs> um, it first starts with hey sister but in about two hours she's no longer your sister she's your friend now <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> in this generation. but i see you know the younger generation they can't really do that oh you know i met it through instagram i met it through that then mate and you see you know the parcel when it's arrived face to face at the restaurant it's, it's totally different to you know what was happening so that human connection i think that what technology has done has cut off that human connection joe said that during you know the pandemic uh, it was good you know we had the ability to go on your different platforms to communicate it can help to a certain point but as we move towards the the stage where people want that adulation you know people want that you know you know the comments the likes all those things it will lead to a, a place where you are now going stretching yourself out of your comfort zone which can be good but you are now stretching yourself to a point where you want to gratify something just to fulfill the perception of other people and if you can't continue to fulfill that that can lead to depression rejection disappointment and that again all leads up to a place where you close yourself back in into a, a position of of, of loneliness. Yeah. Hey, have you have you watched a there's a movie on uh, social media uh, on Netflix? Sorry, uh, called uh, is I think Social Experiment. No, I haven't. Has anyone watched that? I haven't watched that yeah. one. Yeah. It uh, 
it explodes the the dangers of uh, technology but uh, <clears throat> you find that uh, there is good more good in technology than bad but the bad gets amplified because uh, of the accessibility of technology so you find that like what uh, leslie was saying is uh, seeking that gratification there is a uh, sort of uh, a chemical that is uh, produced when you have that gratification called dopamine so you continue to chase that dopamine and if it continues like that it it changes the whole chemical component in your brain and that causes uh, things like depression and because now you you are now lacking that dopamine because you are used to receiving instant dopamine from the likes you know and then it causes addiction now you become antisocial because you can no longer talk to me for more than 5 minutes without looking on your phone to look for the thing or for the likes mm. <laughs> <laughs> what what phone do you use? you know you know the i uh, i i use a, an an ericsson uh, 33 <laughs> 60 <laughs> you know you're talking you're talking you know about that older. Um, You talk about addiction. I don't know if you guys have seen there was, a, there was some videos that were circulating on on Instagram um of children who you know how we, we, we parents like to give children uh like uh what you call this iPads and things like that. There are children who were yes. after a while they become so obsessed um or what's the word that we can use um um such that when they're sleeping they they're actually addicted. addicted yeah the they actually start scrolling when they're sleeping it's crazy you guys should look it up and on Whoa. instagram yeah they actually whilst they're sleeping they actually cold? they actually just actually i think i have a video on my phone now yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, i'll definitely pass it through to you guys but they actually start scrolling yeah, we can also link it up uh, in the comments there Yeah, definitely. Captain P, we can have that in the comments there because it'll be quite helpful for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. We'll put that link uh, on our comments. We'll put it on part of our video description. Okay, it's crazy. Yeah, send through the videos. But that being said though, so so what is there anything that can be done about that? What are we saying about technology uh, about this, uh, uh, social media? Yes. a lot can be done in the education uh, side of things like uh, you find that people they need to be aware of the dangers mm-hmm. uh, and there has to be an edge limit because uh, for example if we talk of social media like tiktok or facebook or uh, whatsapp uh, it's like smoking yeah so there is an edge limit for smoking and there has to be an edge limit for social media but these kids these days are smart brother they they can circumvent those they things. are smart they are smart take it away for two hours and then you tell me they are circumventing that <laughs> they will go into a rage <laughs> <laughs> uncontrollable rage 
because have you have you with seen someone that has been withheld from uh, their smokes they become irritated agitated yeah that's addiction mm-hmm. these kids they can use the technology in ways that i cannot imagine yeah but take it away they become an animal yeah because they no longer able to control their their emotion their behavior because all they know all they are addicted to is that technology kids they need to be out there kicking running on the streets yeah playing with soil getting dirty <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> playing in the mud <laughs> i'm trying to look at the video here but i can't seem to see um yeah but definitely i'll i'll i'll, I'll I'll send it through. Yeah, my point of view um in terms of how we can improve, I think just having those regular meet and greets, you know, um catching up with people, going out, interacting. I think the human interaction needs to be solid, uh, solidified. We need to emphasize that however our children well, I think Joe talk about age limits are uh, using strategies like time limits you know, go out and play in the park we used to go and run around and play in the park <laughs> you know um, kicking around you know uh, soccer ball you know or in uh, in our language equation you know <laughs> getting bruises underneath your feet on your yeah. ankles and stuff you know those type of things you know in, in, encourage that human interaction and it never goes wrong so look as i said let's encourage the use of technology let's continue to always innovate let's always continue to motivate ourselves with technology but let's never forget that human connection because for my opinion i've seen the more technology has improved that the more that loneliness has improved that desperation you know people have have missed out on a lot of things because of that instant direct message uh, or <laughs> you've been attracted to a particular individual based on their their airbrushed photos on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to unmute so I can laugh properly <laughs> Joe the whole time is just been muting and laughing <laughs> all I want is to when I hear Joe laughing enjoying yourself yeah we we enjoy ourselves oh, as I said it's an unfiltered approach it's not a news channel it's a you know commentary uh, discussions uh, like this you know so you know as we wrap up um, you know what are your final thoughts in terms of this what are your final thoughts gentlemen before we wrap up today's episode i think i think i guess um you know in, in terms of this um like you just said i think people just need to be careful um of the exposure they're giving children to social media or to 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 devices um because at the end of a day like you're saying some of the like Joe was saying some of these children they get irate when you take away those devices when you tell them there's a visitor come greet so and so they don't want to come out there man they 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 want to be on their devices all the time so we've got to be careful as parents um to always you know allow children to have that human interaction um when necessary 
Yeah, and also picking up on uh, what uh, Captain P said uh, to even regulate, like uh, if push comes to show, if you need to give the kids the, the uh, technology for playing games or for communication per se, you can limit to, let's say, for example, one hour per day or two hours per day, depending with uh, your situation uh, in your family. But there has to be a limitation. Yeah, I think all that regulation, my final thought is it starts from the top. It starts from, you know, the elders, the parents in the family, or if we're talking about family, or even just as an individual, limiting yourself, having that cap to say, hey, man, I've been on, you know, social media for two hours nonstop. I've been watching TikTok or I've been on Instagram stories. I think it's that individual um, starting that as per se, that, you know, enough is enough. Let me go and interact. Let me go and catch up with people. Let me go and have a good time. And, you know, going out to a restaurant, going out for a movie, going to the bar, you know, having those type of activities. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that, um, let's say, for example, if you start on the Reels or on TikTok, you can start watching one video. And before you know it, you've been there for three hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've done that. <laughs> it's called logarithm, brother. <laughs> so, yep. So there is no me. It cannot happen to me. There's nothing like that. Oh, no. Imagine if it uh, impacts you as an adult. What about a small, immature, growing and elastic brain? of a kid it's more impactful it's more disastrous yeah you know no fantastic but anyway we we need technology no we do yeah so to all our listeners yeah, leave your comments leave your feedback about this topic you know how do you regulate technology in your life in your children's life how do you you know with your spouse how do you regulate technology uh, do you have a no technology zone in your bed. I've heard other couples do. So no. <laughs> I see Tina's smile. <laughs> Trying to work, bro. <laughs> You're going to be working in that bedroom, brother. <laughs> no technology zone. Now we're speaking to the couples out there. No technology, no TV, no iPad, no nothing. <laughs> That's a, yeah. a workout zone. <laughs> I was actually watching a video on YouTube, on uh, Instagram that was saying the same thing. Like, uh, you know, you need to make your bedroom a very um, a conducive place for sleep and other activities, not social media above. Definitely other okay. activities at the now, top of the list. Now, now some, some of us, we are underage. We don't know which other <laughs> activities. Yeah, right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, you know, this is why we love Amagen's podcast. It's all about fun. We, we are unfiltered. We try and filter to some point <laughs> yeah. to respect our audience. But look, thank you so much, Joe. Thank you so much, Tina's for a fantastic first episode. Let's give our listeners a preview for next week. Next week, we've got a hot topic. I'll tell you, I'll give you a preview. It's falling in love with the sex work. 
Oh, oh, oh. prostitute. Whether that, it be a male or that a female. That one is fire. That will yeah, be a fire discussion <laughs> falling in love with a sex worker. How would you feel if you're a child? You don't want to miss that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to miss that. How would you feel if your child brought you? Man, my, my wife is a sex worker or my partner is a sex worker. Wow, good. <laughs> you know? <laughs> your sister is your brother. <laughs> fire discussion. Leave your comments. Leave your questions. Leave your suggestions. <laughs> Episode two will be fire. As I said, find us on our website, www.amagentspodcast.com. Follow us on the Podbean app and everywhere you get your podcasts. Like and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Amagents Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook at Amagents Podcasts. Again, share the podcast with friends, family, work colleagues. Spread the word. Amagen's podcast is here. It started. We're here to stay for the long term. And to wrap up, for every 1,000 followers and subscribers we have, we've got some awesome giveaways. So follow us on our social media platforms and be in the draw to win some awesome prizes. When you subscribe, like, and follow us. Have an awesome week and we'll be together again next week for falling in love with a sex worker. Have a good week. Cheers. Cheers, Joe. Cheers, Gina. Cheers. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs>